ready to keep you company wherever you are. Carte Blanche, the podcast, brings you immersive, hard-hitting stories anytime, anywhere, every week. It's a scam that's tipping ESCOM's power supply issues over the edge. A trifactor of criminal scouts, greedy truck drivers, and the puppet masters pulling the strings. It's an easy payday for thieves, but the consequences for consumers and legitimate businesses are devastating. They call it coal switching, a brazen criminal trend that's costing the economy millions. Coal, despite a dirty reputation, it's in demand here in SA and globally. A demand that's fueling an illicit trade. It is here. It's, it's a very big economic sabotage. The black market for coal is booming. Thousands and thousands of tons of the commodity stolen load by load by load, hitting the economy hard and pushing the load shedding crisis. But syndicates aren't stealing loads outright. No, the latest crime trend is much more devious. Coal gets transported along South African roads every day, from mines destined for power stations, siding yards for export, or furnaces used by local industry. But what gets loaded at point A doesn't always make it to point B. This is Coal Theft 2.0. The Kimpins make big money and will do anything to avoid exposure. But to take the story forward, we first need to take a step back. The Kingpins send out scouts targeting drivers. This man was recruited at a truck stop. The guy who approaches me, all he says there is a deal like this. You switch the call, you tip a little bit, then you add you another one, then you go. It's called coal switching. The drivers offload a high grade of coal at a yard pointed out by the scout. They then load a low grade of coal instead, usually under the cover of darkness. I say once I, we finish the deal, then I give you something. How much did you offer? 13,000. They put in my account. Yeah, just come there and there. No overhead costs, no maintenance costs, no fuel costs. Using his employer's truck, he sells a load of coal he doesn't own to a third party. He just pockets the money. But the driver isn't the one pocketing the big money. It's an organized network of receivers. They coin about 100,000 rand per load. Middlemen sell the high-grade coal for about 1,500 rand per ton to dodgy coal yards. This premium coal can fetch up to 6,000 rand a ton on the export market, while the swapped low-grade discard coal goes for under 100 rand a ton. The margins on stolen coal are truly criminal. Dodgy buyers are snatching up the switched coal, and they sell it straight back to the legitimate market at full price, making massive profits. But it goes beyond the broader financial impacts of coal theft. It affects you in your home. Xavier Provost is a coal quality expert. Is it in any way contributing to load shedding? Yes, I think it's the main reason. 
because we're damaging their power stations. If you put diesel in your petrol car, you will ruin it, okay? Same thing applies with the boiler. The boiler, if it wants grade A, if you put grade B, you cause major damage to the boiler. The result is extensive maintenance and repairs that cost ESCOM billions of rands, frustrating South Africans with ongoing power outages. But beyond our borders, coal switching also impacts global perception. We are increasing our exports tremendously. This issue of qualities and grades that coal can get swapped can be stolen is actually very damaging to the industry because then we will be seen overseas as people that are not reliable because we are selling this and we are giving that. At least eight big shipments failed quality tests on delivery overseas. The loss has run into billions of rands this year alone. The mines are holding the transporters liable and that can have catastrophic consequences for people like Jabungwenya. We've lost contracts. It demoralizes you as a person. I'm the one who's falling because I'm small. Even though his driver stole, the company is contractually responsible. They transported coal for export earlier this year as subcontractors. But when the shipment was rejected, the mine came knocking. I was shocked that uh, the, the client uh -huh. had to hit me with uh, Eight, eight million penalty. Eight million, Brazil? Eight million. I spent sleepless night. I don't know what can happen. Do you it's, think your business will be able to survive? How, how no, do you deal with something like that? I can't. I'm busy with legal and uh, trying to get uh, uh, advice. What could I do? How to minimize this damage? Realizing his company drivers are on the take, he called in transport industry PI, Danny Day. The cases that we have investigated is solid. We've got informants. We have collaborated tracking movement reports, as well as a, a units that we've got in the trailers that can tell us exactly where, what longitude, latitude. After weeks of interrogating the evidence, Day is confident that the case is watertight. The technology not only tracks the locations, it actually records when the coal is switched out, the quantity and exactly how much is reloaded at an exact location. Sometimes the thieves don't even reload the full amount, not only cheating on quality, but also shortchanging the quantity that eventually gets delivered to the actual client. So without a shadow of doubt, your case is tight in terms of where the switching is happening. Multiple loads were delivered in the same area where our loads has been del delivered, offloaded and switched. And we can prove that beyond reasonable doubt. Mpumalanga, coal country. It's not unusual for trucks to go in and out of yards. But as it turns out, it's also not unusual for drivers to sell their loads. There by the truck stops and what, what you're gonna hear the story, people are talking like this is a common thing. Even some of the guys, they feel proud this thing is dirty money. Analyzing the data, Day has identified two key sites along the R35 road in the Middleburg region where coal was switched out. I mean, do you think these guys that are doing this thing, is it an opportunistic crime or 
this is actually a syndicate operating? I think the first few uh, times that they've done it was just obvious to see how everything works mm -hmm. and see if they could get away with us and to identify some loopholes. Mm -hmm. But obviously, soon thereafter, it uh, became uh, syndicate oriented, you know? This yard was linked to a company, HTH Coal, operated by Clarence Holtman. Hey, tell me, bro. Uh, who's the owner here? Ute. It's not available. But who's the owner? You don't know? Clarence. He's the owner of the yard. Apparently, we just missed him, so we called instead. There's some serious allegations that have been leveled against you on coal switching. So we just want to give you a right of reply because we're here at your yard. No, it's not against me. Who is it against? True, but I don't switch. I buy the coal. The guy that's supplying me with coal, I'll phone him so that he can come to me. Yeah, but this is your yard. You must also come, answer. Yes, I will. Okay, we, uh, must we wait for you here? Yeah. I will just find out by him where is he. No, no, don't worry about him. This is your yard. I'm paying him for the coal. I'm not paying flood drivers for coal. I'm not stealing coal. Okay, then come, let's, let's talk. Let's talk. He's dropped the phone. We wait, but Clarence and his supplier are no shows. We're still waiting for you. It's 30 minutes now. Yeah, I'm just calling my lawyer because I buy coal from a mine and then I process it. And now you come in my yard and you make like you want. We never went into your yard, Clarence. Speaking, hey, my people told me what you did, man. We're standing outside. And then speaking to everybody like you want. We're standing so now outside. Now you're making my name bad by my clients. Clarence, Clarence, listen, 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 Clarence, we're not making your name bad. Trucks came here, they switched coal. We've got the evidence, we've got the data, we've got the GPS locations. So don't tell us that we're making your name bad. We coming, when we come here, we're coming with evidence. When we come here, we come with evidence. We won't come here and lie. I live in Joburg, why would I come to Middleburg in the middle of nowhere for nothing? I'll let my lawyer show you. But his lawyers never did. And the evidence doesn't lie. A number of loads were switched out in this area. The second location leads us to Yaku Fenter. You might remember him from our 2019 coal theft investigation. Despite being linked to stolen loads, he claimed to source coal legitimately. How much are you buying it for? 10 cents. 10 cents for what? For a truck. You're getting a truckload of coal for 10 cents. My, my price and my, my off-take agreements. My prices and takeoff agreements are confidential. So you know what? To be honest with you, it has nothing to do with you. What are you selling? What are you, where are you selling it? Not with you, not with any Tom, Dick or Harry. It has nothing to do with no one. Except when it's stolen coal. Almost four years later, it seems he's still doing dodgy deals. This new investigation shows multiple loads were switched in Fenter's yard all hours of the day. When he spotted the cameras, he ducked inside the office. Ah, oh, Yaku Fenter! Hello, Yaku! Hello, Yaku! So he's ran away and closed the door now. Just close the blinds. Yaku, come Yaku, don't hide from me. Remember me from last time. We hear a car starting at the back of the building. Someone is making a run for it. Oh, that's not him. But it seems it was a decoy. Yaku continues to hide in the office, 
ignoring our phone calls and messages. But the facts can't be ignored. There's, there's, there's. How sure are we that the trucks came here and dropped off? Definitely 100% sure. Mm -hmm. All the GPS coordinates and all the other separate tracking satellite devices mm -hmm. confirm same. Our old friend, why do you think he's running away from us? He knows he's got something to hide, most probably. Hey? We eventually received messages from Yaku and Clarence declining a right of reply. The wording is identical. The crime that has been created, it's me who is liable. Yes. And I'm depressed most of the time because things are not moving as quick as I can to bring these people to the books. These coal swapping incidents are not isolated. It's a crime trend that affects mines everywhere. And it's not going to stop unless the whole value chain is investigated. At the beginning of December, investigators arrested a truck driver and a supervisor at the Matla power station in Bumalanga for allegedly coal switching. They worked for a transport company subcontracted to deliver coal to the power station, but they merely two small cogs in an intricate criminal machine, threatening to bring ESCOM and the country to its knees. Find Carte Blanche, the podcast, with new episodes uploaded weekdays on all major podcast platforms. Unique stories, unique perspectives, wherever you go.